Zan Wan Freight. UBC. <laughs> Excuse me? Who is this? Are you alone? I'm not getting picture. I need to get a message to Marva Andor. Cassian? Don't. No names. Where are you? You got through? It's okay? Yeah. Everything okay. All this space. First year. Like a dream, right? How many do you think made it? How many of us made it out alive? Not enough. What if it's just us? What if we're the only ones? Somebody's got to tell people what's happening back there. We need to split up. Double our chances. One of us has to make it. People have to know what's going on. I know. Take this. People have to know about this. Crackling Rosie, make me smile. Girl, if it lasts an hour, then that's all right. Cause we got all night to set the world right. Find me a dream and don't ask no questions, yeah. Come on. Oh, I love my Rosie child. You got the way to make me happy. You and me, we go in style. Crackling Rosie, you're a store-bought woman. But you make me feel like a guitar humming. Sing like a guitar humming, I know. So hang on to me, girl, and song keeps running on. Everybody, play it now, play it now, play it now, my baby. Wookies and gentlemen, droids and girls, Ewoks of all ages, welcome back to The Mandalorian Man, that's me, presents to you, Andor, with Candor, and today, November 16th, 
in the year 2022. I'm here to talk about episode 11 of this first wonderful season of a wonderful show called Handel, Daughter of Ferex. Now, if this was one of those shows that put out, like, the episode titles before the season starts, uh, like uh, Stranger Things, they, 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 they make a big deal, they, they tease out the, uh, the titles, and it makes you speculate, makes me speculate. If they did that, I would have been like, hmm, who is this Ferex? And I wonder who the daughter is. Interesting. But we know that Ferex isn't a who. It's a what. And I guess it's also a where. It's the planet of Andor. Uh, I don't know where, where that came from. But the title of the episode, Daughter of Ferex, uh, Daughter of Ferex, really seems to me to relate to Andor's mom and uh, to the women that were at her mom's house, right? It was like the daughters of Ferex, are they some sort of religious sect or some sort of, it's not like some sort of like social club. Oh, you going down to the, uh, to the daughters of Ferex tonight? You're going to go, like the Sons of Italy, they have, uh, and I don't know if that's all over the nation. You're going to go down there, play some cards? You're going to play some cards at the Daughter of Ferrex tonight? Yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, you, you better get yourself a, your own ride home because you're not taking the car. I don't know where I'm going with this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that is the, the excitement of not planning a podcast when you sit down to uh, talk about it. I just finished watching the episode, and... My initial thought was, huh, okay, interesting things, but, and I think maybe I said this last time, that maybe this episode will be kind of a, a okay, let's get you ready for the finale. And that's kind of what I think happened here. You know, we had our three, then three, then one, then three, that makes ten. Wow, that actually worked out. Uh, now we have a one, and then we're going to have one more one. I don't know. It, it makes sense in my head uh, that, you know, this kind of was the the jumping off point to get you from that last bit of trilogy. And it's funny because it's only a trilogy for Andor. Everyone else is going through their story progression, it seems like, uh, while Andor's like, a- Andor's, I'm over here. Now I'm in prison. Now I'm on a I'm on a, a team of thieves, uh, and now I'm first I'm at my planet. So it's kind of he's jumping around. Which again, I have nothing against. I enjoy this. I enjoyed this episode, but he didn't do a lot in this episode. He wasn't. He was around. He was here and there, but not a lot happened to him. It just was kind of him getting to the next point out of prison and him learning some devastating news at the end of the episode, which you've all watched, so there's no spoiler here. But I guess... But there were still some really cool things that happened in this episode and some really character moments, some interesting things that kind of are the launching off point, I feel, to bigger things 
for the world around Andor. Not necessarily Andor yet, but the rebellion world around him. And, and I think I'm, I mean, that's at least my impression. Now, this episode opens, uh, as most episodes do, with our, with our main character hanging off the side of a, most TV shows hanging off the side of a mountain. Uh, you know, obviously, you always think of um, Tom Sawyer. Didn't MacGruber hang off the side of a mountain, too? Or something like that. Um, Tom Sawyer? What the hell am I, I? I meant to say Tom Cruise. You know, like, I don't know. I was thinking of one of the Mission Impossibles. I feel like MacGruber did something like that. Obviously, Sly, Sly Stallone has the greatest mountain movie ever made, Rocky Four, where he climbs a mountain in Russia. Um, but this episode opens with Andor and his friend, who I'm calling Andor's friend. Because I don't know his name. I don't remember his name. I've read his name and I still forgot his name. Uh, and in fact, that happened multiple times. In, this episode. in fact, they said someone's name in this episode. I go, oh, that's her name. I've already forgotten it. Um, but I remember Andor. That, I always remember the name Andor. I don't know why that one sticks out, but I always remember it. He is on the side of a mountain with his buddy, who uh, is his Rogue One buddy. And I think I. I might mention, I wonder if this is the beginning of them working together or if it's kind of see you, you know, good luck and they run into each other in the future. Obviously, we know the latter happens. I'm all over the place, but that's okay. Um, he's on the side of the mountain hanging on. And I always, you know, a lot of TV shows will be like, oh my God, how'd they get out of this? Well, they got out of it. They, we don't actually see them climb the mountain, but... We assume it's fine because they got out of it. They're hanging off the side of a mountain trying to avoid being detected by looks like some sort of imperial security sweep, maybe looking for the escapees. I'm not sure, but they're hanging on for dear life. Looks like they've been hanging on for a while the way they're like, Andrew's like, they're leaving. And the guy says, stop telling me that. Uh, and he's like, they're leaving. He says, stop saying that. I can't feel my hands. He just kept saying it over and over, but they were finally leaving. So... They got out of there. We didn't see that happen. But the next thing we see is B, which is Andor's mom's droid. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but last time we saw Andor's mom, Marva said, I'm not leaving. And now we see her being wrapped up and we see her dying. Or we see that she died. Forgive me, this may be blasphemous, and this may be just coming out of left field, but I don't know if I believe that she is dead. I, just thinking about the fact, how much she was into helping with the, with the rebellion and not leaving because of the rebellion, just to go out, not go out like this, you know what I mean, but just for her character to just kind of... Um, you know, die off screen. I, I don't know if I buy it. And it could be just, uh, you know, the, oh, the TV guy and me, the, the TV watcher saying, I don't know. I'm trying to look for something clever here. Uh, I may be overthinking it, but there may be something where Andor comes back. But then again, she wouldn't do this to get Andor back because that would get him in trouble. So, I don't know how to feel about this, but you feel like she 
knows what's going on. I think she knows she's being watched. I don't know if she let anyone else know. Because everyone else around them, it looked like they believe that she had passed away. The droid, B, I mean, can you get more emotion? out? I know R2-D2 is always great with emotion. And, um, you know, uh, like when, when C-3PO found him with a cigarette in that commercial, he was, like he was sad. I don't think smoking's cool at all. Um, but B here was just like, I felt bad. I was like, oh, sad little droid. He knows what's going on. I don't think he could fake it. So maybe it's all for naught. Maybe I take back everything I said. But the thought crossed my mind. So I want it both ways. So if next week, uh, are we getting one on Thanksgiving Eve? What a wonderful way to go into Turkey Day. For those who eat turkey in the United States of America celebrating Thanksgiving, everyone else, is, it's a Wednesday. Um that would be it. Just for everyone else, it's just Prince Spaghetti Day. That would be interesting if um, I'm saying th- it'd be great if we get one. But if she shows up, then I was right. And if she is actually, if she did pass away, then oh, see, yeah, I thought so. So I'm trying to get it both ways, uh, and and I'm going to take credit either way. I don't know how I could take credit for her still being dead. That doesn't work. Um, so yeah, it is what it, it is. What it is. But um, the thought crossed my mind, and I wonder if anyone else out there thought the same thing. The only thing that throws me off is, why would she do that, thinking that Andor would, um, that would bring Andor back, you know, to Ferex? And it seems like that's what everyone thinks. You know, we get a little bit of a scene with uh, with the blonde uh, imperial lady, Dina, Duda, Dirda, Dodo, I don't remember her name. And they're like, uh, the mother's dead. The mother's dead. Um, we're going to put on a full funeral because he might show up. They were like, oh, I don't think we should do anything. We're going to tell them no. No, you tell them yes. We want to do this full funeral and she might show up. Then uh, later on, our boy uh, uh, Cyril, right? Did I did I get that right? You know, he's just he, with his mom. He, he's like, you can see him just at his place with his mom. He's like, you got a phone call for you, Sonny. And he gets the the call, and it's it's the dude who worked with him on Ferrex. He still calls him Sir. Hey, Sir, I want to let you know. He had news about Andor. Now, wherever he was, he had terrible reception. But he let him know that Andor's mom had passed away. So it's like getting around that that Mrs. Andor uh, is dead, and now everyone's like, oh, Andor might show up for the funeral. Um, but as we all know, he doesn't know until the very end, which was a pretty, pretty sad way for him to find out. Uh, I'm jumping around, which is fine, which is fine. Uh, we So we see B jumping back. Uh, his mom's body's being taken and they do a thing where she becomes part of a brick, which is, it's like a, it's an interesting way. They, they cremate you and they pack you into a brick. I feel like there is things that actually do that in our, in our world today. Um, I know for, so my, when my, 
my father-in-law passed away. He was just just a, a regular burial, but we we're getting a brick with his name on it, me, uh, memorialized at a gazebo at a library in the town my wife works in. She teaches him, and um, that's really cool. But I can't imagine him actually being in the brick. That is crazy. That but well, I shouldn't say it's crazy. That is a wild thing to think about. Um, and it's kind of a cool tradition that she becomes part of the wall there. Really, it's just the cremated, you know, the remains become part of the, uh, it's kind of a beautiful, like almost romanticized way of being, of being a part of your, um, your home, your area, your people, your, your, and what's the word I'm thinking of? Your um, community forever. So I thought it's actually kind of cool when you really think about it. Uh, but B looks so sad as uh, as the body's being taken away. And we see um, the girl, who I can't remember her name. I think it begins with a C. Um, she's watching them. And there's the, this dude who we saw last week for the first time drinking at her, her you know, either she's a a space barista or a bar. I don't know exactly. But he's like, oh, someone died? She's like, yeah. He goes, oh, did you know who it was? She's like, no, I just kind of, I just started here the other day. He's like, oh, interesting. She's lying and he's lying because he knows exactly who it is. This guy is, I don't know who he is or who he's working for, but he is watching now. She is actually working for, um, for Stellan Skarsgård, right? Because she is with, uh, is it Jan? Right, I've already forgotten, uh, and they're still together. And she stayed behind to to watch them. So that's so whoever's watching, whoever this guy works for, is someone else. It doesn't. It wouldn't be the Empire. Uh, so, hmm. And it's if it's not the Rebellion, or maybe it is the Rebellion. They just don't realize they're on the same side. I don't know. It's interesting to think of because who else is out there? I don't know. Uh, we jump back over to um, Andor and, and Andor's friend, and they're looking overlooking this area where these two, like walrus face dudes. They're not walrus man, but they're they're a couple of uggos. Let's be honest. Um, they're working fishing. I don't know what they're doing, and they have a ship. So Andor and his buddies like we could get to it. We could steal it. We can get out of here, and they make a run for it. It's kind of it's it's a funny little thing where uh, then they are taken uh, immediately. They they're uh, snared in these little nets that pull them in, and suck them in. And when the guys walk over to them, they're like, "We didn't do anything." He's like he's like, "You spoil our water. You you uh, you uh, kill our land." It's like we're not that. We didn't do anything. We 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 didn't. We worked for the empire. Was doing that. We were forced to do these things. I think they're talking about the prison actually spoiling the water. Whatever happened, because it was a little confusing to understand what he was saying or what he was thinking, but it seemed like he was just kind of complaining about the empire. Uh, very like He reminded me of talking like the Swedish chef, even though you can understand him. Uh, and he's like, it almost was basically like, oh, yeah, yeah, the empire, so where do you want to go? Uh, and they, they took them out of the nets, and they're like, come on, come with us. You can go with us. They take them back to the planet that Andor was on before uh, he got 
actually it was the plane he got arrested in. And we see him uh, in there. We see him sneak into the old, the old, we sneak into the hotel room that he was in. Some other, someone else was staying there. Now, this hotel has lack security. Um, but he gets right in there and up above the space shower is his old, you know, he had this case that had all these credits in them, maybe had some fake IDs, had a blaster in there. So he was able to get there. No one knew it was there. No one was tall enough to see it. Uh, and he was able to sneak it back out so he has all his stuff again, which is really cool. So over at uh, the antique shop that Stellan Skarsgård works at, his number one lieutenant, the woman who basically seems to run the shop, uh, the day-to-day of the shop, and, and the day-to-day of the rebellion, it seems like, too. Uh, Jan, Jen, John, John, the blonde lady, the blonde rebellion lady, uh, she shows up, and she basically is like, where is he? I want to talk to him. He's not around. Well, I want to talk to him. I'll make sure you get through to him. And they, they kind of, they were arguing, you need to step things up. She's like, I'm dealing with all kinds of things. I have all these plates spinning. You're just one of them. Uh, and she's like, well, Andor, it's news about Andor. His mother died. So he might show up for the funeral. So they're looking for that. Like, they all they want Andor because they want to kill him because he's a loose end, right? At least as of right now. And she let them know that, um, you know, she's letting her know to let Stellan Skarsgård know that Andor is out there. And he's like, I'll let him know, and I will uh, make sure you get the credit. And back at, back in Ferrex, uh, we see that dude again, just kind of watching. And he's he's talking to someone through, like, this hidden communication thing, saying, you know, he's, he's, te- he's giving facts back to them. I don't remember what he's saying, but he's relaying something back to them. So I feel like they have something planned too, whoever this guy is. Uh, inside Marva's house, it's kind of a sad, touching scene where Andor's buddy there, who I don't remember, I don't, I, again, you know me by now. He's talking to B. He's like, come on, we gotta go. He's like, can you stay? I don't want to leave. She might come back. She's not coming back. You know, she's with the brick. She's a brick now. He didn't say it like that, but he's like, I'm going to wait just in case. He goes, you got to come with me. He goes, couldn't you stay here? He's like, fine, one night. I was like, <laughs> it, was, it was making me sad the way he was like, couldn't you stay one night? I'm charging. He's like, you've been charging all night. Couldn't you please stay one night? Then we get our friend Bix, who we haven't seen in a little while. She looks... Um, she looks like she's been through a bit much with, I'm going to guess, um, this that Dr. Gorst again or whatever. I don't, I think that's his name because it popped up in the uh, closed captioning as I'm, as I'm cycling through. I cycle through. I don't take notes, but I cycle through again just to remind me what the hell's going on. They bring her in and say, look, uh, see this dude right here, Anton Krieger? Is that his name? That sounds about right. Uh, we want... Is this the guy you were setting Andor up to meet? Is this who you were you were you were meeting with? And she never answered. But I I wondered if she would say yes to throw them off the scent of Stellan Skarsgård. We don't know. I don't know what she says. And I didn't recognize this dude. This is like a big hulking dude uh, who I feel like 
maybe we never get a chance. Maybe maybe he's just a name and a face here. Maybe we never see him because it seems like he might be just a little bit of a a, a ways, a means to an end. Um, I'll get to that. Um, Jan, again, again, if I'm screwing the name up, you know, I apologize. But she goes to visit her cousin, Mon Mothma, who uh, Mon's telling her all about her, like what's how bad the money issues really are. And I think she's letting her know who she had to turn to for this. And it's like she can't believe it's come to this where she might have to actually, you know, um, betroth her daughter to this dude's son. Uh, and we get this whole thing, this whole thing where her daughter found religion. It's 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 like they're not necessarily religious. Whatever this religion is, they're talking about braids and stuff. I don't know. Um, is it like the Avatar? They have the braids, the magic braids, like the Navi. Did I get that right, Navi? Can I on a, on a, on a quick uh, seg, uh, non sequitur? Um, the the new Avatar movie, the trailer looks nice, but it also looks like the old Avatar movie. Like I, I'm like I wonder how big this is going to be. You know, I, I saw the first Avatar and IMAX. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Then I never thought much about it again. So hopefully it's a good movie. Okay, back to Star Wars. I don't know where that, where that went. but um, So yeah, the, the braid religion. She seems like she found some sort of religion with her friends and she's really into it. Uh, but I wonder if Mon Mothma is going to go through with the old, uh, you got to marry this uh, creepy uh, Bruce Campbell looking dude his son, not the, not him. He's old. You got to marry his son, uh, you know, in a couple of years. Because you, you, Jesus Christ, you're only thirteen. Uh, they wouldn't say that because uh, they're in space. They're they're in a galaxy far, far away. But um, that the, the the main gist of this scene is um, that Mon now Mon's really out of money, and she doesn't know, or you know. She doesn't know what Stellan Skarsgård knows. Uh, and now this one, her cousin knows, so I wonder if it's going to get back to him. She's like down $400,000 and she has 400,000 credits and she has to get it there. So I think the, the dude she met with, she's going to have to go with him. That's my guess. Unless, of course, they get the money from the um, Aldani, Aldani hit and, and siphon a little for her. I don't know. I'm not sure, but they're checking... They're checking her bank accounts now. Uh, used to be easy for her now, not so much. So speaking of Stellan Skarsgård, he goes off to see Saw Gerrera. Yes, I believe I nailed it. I'll say Forrest Whitaker, but I think it's Saw Gerrera. I thought it was Saul forever, like better call Saul. Uh, he goes to see him and Saul's like, dude, I'm into it. Let's get with your Anton Krieger guy. And we will we will do this. We will work together. You got to promise me all those things, but I'm in. He's like, I don't think that's a good idea. What are you talking about? I just said I would do all this stuff. He's like, Nope, bad. Don't do it. I'm going to tell you why. They're on to them. They're on to Anton. Anton, and they're going to get him. And if they get him, they're going to get you. And he's like, Well, why aren't you warning him? He's like, Well, if we warn him, then they'll know that that there's a mole. And it just it come it turns out that there he's willing to sacrifice this dude um, to keep his source in the empire in the I, IS, IBS. No, that's irritable bowel syndrome. 
ISB. That sounds about right. Um, he's he's willing to keep. He's willing to sacrifice this guy who he doesn't know that much, but he's not willing to sacrifice Sagarera. And he's like, look, if I was working for for the ISB, wh- why would I even warn you? I'd let you go. Uh, and they say it's a necessary, you know, necessary evil for the greater good. He's like, tell yourself whatever you want. He says, I'll tell, I'll say that it's, I'll tell myself it's a war. And I said, oh, okay. So this is how he, he's going to get pulled in more. They're going to start working together more. Uh, that's what I, seems like is going to happen. So he leaves. He's like, all right, I'm coming home. Well, he's on the phone with, uh, with his, with his lieutenant, the woman. I don't think they're like, uh, like a couple, a space couple. And she's like, okay, you need to get back. And it, I like how they talk all in code, all in the buyer, the merchandise, the the uh, antiqu- antiquity. I don't even know if they use that word, but you know what I mean? They they talk about how she, it's like he's trying to collect to get some sort of rare thing. And I don't know if she's talking about Andor, but really all she's trying to say is, look, you need to get back here. And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, and then all of a sudden, boom, an Imperial scout is out there with a huge tracking uh, satellite dish on their on their front. They're like, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just a I'm just a trader. Here's my number. Beep boop beep boop boop." And he's like, "Okay, we're running it through." And he tries to leave. He's like, "Wait, where are you going? Where are you going? We're gonna board you." Uh, the ID tracks. He sure the ID is fine. Should we just let him go? He's like, "No, let's just practice boarding. You know, just for just to kind of." keep ourselves on our toes and Andor's trying to get away. I mean, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's like, or, I'm, you know, he's trying to uh, sneak away, uh, which is, they're like, what are you doing? He says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, the, I'm a one man show here and I'm having some issues with this engine. And then he tries to get away. And like, is he trying to, le- you try to leave? And then they're like, get the, um, get the tractor, uh, whatever it is, the defense against the tractor. And it the back opens up and all these little lasers, not lasers, these little like metal, it's almost like dropping jacks like uh, from a car, like tire jacks or, you know, the those little things that cut up tires. And they because of the tractor beam, they get sucked right back into this thing and smash the, uh, the, uh, the dish. He's able to get out of it. They send off some little, uh, little not tie. Are they tie fighters? No, maybe. God, you know what I mean. The the the. Uh, I think they're tie fighters. Um, they send a few of those out, and then we get to see Stellan Skarsgård is not just. He's not just a man of um, of organizing, a man of of talk. This dude can fly, and he takes these guys out, and then he's got this friggin' thing that shoots out like um, Kylo Ren's. Lightsaber would think two things, or actually, um, that would be what's his name, um, Darth Maul's lightsaber. Both sides it does a little spin a rooney, and takes these these Tie Fighters all like just chops them right up, and then he takes off, and the guy is left in the ship like, huh, well, well, well. Now, that was cool, but I wonder what that if there's anything more to that. Are they on Tim now? Is there, are they somehow going to trace back to him? Are they looking for something? Are they on high alert? It all makes, and I all wonder. Uh, but we don't find out from there. We just see that he did something really cool to get away, which was very cool. And then the last 
scene of this uh, episode is the clip that I played at the beginning of this episode where he, the guy who works on Ferrix, he, he, helped, uh, he, he helps organize transports uh, and or calls into him. And he says, you know, I just want to tell, tell my mom I'm thinking about her, tell her everything's okay. Um, and he's like, uh, Cass, I'm sorry. Uh, your mom died. And we see him go back to his friend and his friend's like, everything okay? He says, yeah, yeah, everything was, uh, everything's okay. He didn't want to tell him. I don't know if he didn't want to bring him down or if he didn't believe it. And then the guy's like, you know, uh, we need to, I wonder if anyone else got out. Was it just us? Did anyone else survive? Uh, people need to know. People need to know about this. They need to, um, you know, hear about what they're doing. I think we need to split up so we can cover more ground. And Andrew's like, okay. Well, he agreed with them, gave him the blaster and says, you need this, gave him a hug, sent him on his way. We know they'll meet again. Uh, and then Andrew looks off into the ocean, uh, just kind of like, like remember when Seinfeld looked off the edge of the dock when he was like, he wasn't sure he wanted to say hello, but then he realized, yes, I'm going to do this. So we see Andor just looking off into the distance, into the into the ocean, and you have to think he's going to go home. You have like what can he do? Like he doesn't know that, you know, Cyril Karn, he doesn't really know that this guy's obsessed with him. He doesn't know about this the that blonde woman. He will find out maybe what they what they're doing at Bix. He doesn't know. He's kind of been so separate from what's going on there. He doesn't know what everyone else has been dealing with. So interesting. If he gets back, does he get Bix? Um, do we like? Does he get them away? Him and his friend, maybe Bix and his friend, and B. And the episode ends with the four of them flying off. Okay, now that's kind of cool. Uh, and Karn, and then the the episode ends with Cyril Karn jo- getting back into the Empire. Like you're you're part of us now. He's like, all right, I'm in. That would be cool because we know we're getting a second season. I'm I am correct about that, right? So th- I feel like we'll see that. Um, this, this is all guesses. Um, I wonder if the blonde woman, if she dies, I don't know. Like, and that leads or. He, uh, they do something that takes her out, and then that's what leads to uh, Cyril getting back in. I don't know. This is so exciting. Uh, but one thing we haven't talked about or touched about since all the way back in season, in episode one, I mean, actually, I shouldn't say that. It was, there was maybe one of the episodes where, he, the episode he left, which might have been three, but it really was, it was back on, you know, early on, day one, when the, when the premiere, I think, when his mother says, stop looking for your sister. She's gone. She's not there. I don't know. Well, then part of me thought, is Bix, could Bix be his sister? I don't know. They had a relationship, so that can't be right, right? Uh, I wonder if we'll ever, I mean, we have to pick that up again. He couldn't have just, the whole season started with him on a planet looking for his sister. So there's so yeah, right. Which wasn't Bix. He was looking for his sister. So there's we haven't talked about that or touched on that yet. I wonder if I don't think 
I don't think it would be satisfying if it's like, oh, and it gets wrapped up. We didn't talk about it, and now it's wrapped up. But I wonder if it will be touched upon or built like another building block we put in place for the second season. Ooh, I'm so excited. I am so excited. And I hope, I hope you're excited too because we are just one week away from the season finale of Andor. And what a, what a fantastic episode, season it's been. Even in this episode where I'm like, did a lot happen? Like what here really, you know, last week with the, uh, you know, um, with, with the freaking great speech from Andy Serkis, I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. This episode was, I never went, oh my God, look, I can't believe that happened. There was no major thing. It was just like some cool, some cool uh, space battles, uh, some cool character moments. And it's all, I think, heading towards an amazing, fingers crossed, finale. And I can't wait to talk about it. I think that's it. So my friends, thank you so much. For, for subscribing to this podcast, for listening to this podcast, for putting up with me. I I really appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. Um, you can find me. Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. I don't. I haven't like run off from there yet. Um, I made one of those Mastodon accounts for um, at Mikey underscore C. I don't know. That that's my that's my personal Twitter. If you want to throw me a follow on Mikey underscore C, go for it. Um, I have no idea what the heck. I was like, oh, I'll just, I, it's a, it's free. I'll sign up for it. Whatever. I don't know what it's, I wrote one, one, I think they call it a toot, which is dumb when you think about it, because then that just makes you think of tweets. Uh, I, look, I'm still just going to use Twitter until it's gone or until it's, it, I have to pay for it, um, which you never will. Long story short, you can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. You can find me on Instagram at Geek Mentality. And you can find every episode of The Mandalorian Man that covers The Mandalorian and covers every live-action Star Wars show on Disney+. Plus. You can find us at fansnotexperts.com slash Mandalorian. So with that, my friends, I say thank you once again for listening. Thank you for subscribing. May the Schwartz be with you. And let's go! Let's go! Fans not experts.